Listen and stream the only talk radio, Freedom 106.5, for the only talk that matter. Welcome back to Tasty Tuesdays uh, for today. Uh, good afternoon once again, Trinidad and Tobago. And of course, in the studio with me is my co-host on a Tuesday, Chef Sean Spencer. Good afternoon, bro. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Trinidad and Tobago. Good afternoon, Davey. Mm-hmm. Wonderful to be here once more, man. <laughs> and of course, joining us on our uh, freedom zoom line we have a gentleman by the name of i'll give it to you shortly i got it here i got it i got it i got it his name is chef clint grove and i was giving you some insight onto clint a little while ago with his restaurant and uh, that he has now in duncan village and the one that is coming to a new location very soon one of the things that caught me with chef with the chef um Clint is the fact that his restaurant, you know, um, it's a Tex-Mix cuisine, Tex-Mex cuisine with a Trini flavor. And you can compare them to Taco Bell and Chipotle. And I really like Chipotle. Chipotle. Or Chipotle. There you go. Chipotle or Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle, Chipotle. <laughs> I didn't christen them. Clint, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, good afternoon, Clint. Good, good day. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? I'm wonderful, man. Welcome well, to the show. I am hungry now after reading, you know, about your restaurant and the Taco Bell. And I, I am now, yeah, I'm hungry, you know. <laughs> but, um, Chef... Well, if, if you ever met me, you'd know I'm always hungry. So. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine, eh? You know, I'm hoping that, uh, oh boy, all, you know, as a chef, all they must be to cook whatever all they want to eat and... Well, quite the contrary, my friend. We eat the worst things ever. So really? we, ne- we never have time yeah, to sure eat. Right. Yeah. Chef, I, chef Clint? I would think, you know... Well, I, uh, uh, I think as chefs, we mostly, we don't eat, we just taste all day long. That's what yeah, we do. We don't eat at all. You all think. No, just taste. He taste. says we just taste. Most of the time taste. you taste, taste a little piece of this, little piece of that. Sometimes you don't even taste, you just go through the day. And because when you reach home, you sit down with that. Remember that vital supply we used to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but somehow yeah, yeah, something simple. Simple. Because I, I get up and I don't know what else to do for breakfast sometimes. You know, I just eat the egg. I fry it, I boil it, scramble it, I put some... Some um, vegetables, but not is it not, not some vegetables? Some uh, tomatoes, uh, some sweet peppers, or whatever. Cut up in it, grate some cheese, make an omelette. And what else are gonna eat for breakfast? Some cereal, pancakes, waffles, toast bread. Yeah, you sound like a pancake and waffle guy. You don't sound like a guy, a choker guy. Yeah, you don't. You remember we were talking about that last week? Pancakes oh. and waffle right through. So you don't get yeah, up and try. Yeah, 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 no, no choker. No. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring back up Clint. I'm, I, I, I'm definitely a tomato choker man. But Clint, we, we, my co-host here has never had um, um, tomato choker, um, pumpkin choker, and salad roti, and this, this sort of delic- um, delicacy. You know, so... Um, well, that's, what, that's what makes me fall in love with Trinidad. So I feel sorry for him. So Clint, so you, you, yeah, yeah, you, understand, you understand the battle I'm, I'm, I'm up against, right? <laughs> I do, I do. Yes, yes, yes. I tried to add yet who has never had a choker. <laughs> That's one for the books. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, we want to welcome you all the same. Um, and thank you very much for joining us. Our discussions this afternoon will be along the lines of tomatoes, 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 
What is it really? I used to say tomatoes. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, when, when I'm in Trinidad, I say tomato. When yeah. I'm in Canada, I say tomato. Tomatoes. But then I always wonder, what do we say? Potato? <laughs> potato. <laughs> no, it's potato or, pot- yeah, potato or potatoes. I guess it's the accent is how right. you pronounce it, right? Mm, there's part of the accent, but also sometimes when you live, you're living abroad, you have to pronounce it differently because sometimes the other person don't understand that what you're saying. So people you often wonder. To, yeah. People often wonder why we come across here like freshwater Yankees, yeah. as they want to call us. But if you have ever had experience in traveling, you recognize that when you when you put that little accent in there, yeah, it's difficult it's, for other people. It's, right? It, no, if you put it in, it's easier for them to flow with you. And if you leave it out and keep your trainee flavor. They'll be watching you like, well, yeah, because they, they tend to say we, I think we sing or we talk very, very fast. Yeah, I uh, don't, I don't yeah. think so. But uh, I think we are quite le- um, legible, you know, you can understand <laughs> us. But Paul, my mom used to ask, uh, is he speaking English? Serious? <laughs> you see? Yeah. You see? So you came to Trinidad, chef, and you fell in love with the country and its cuisine. Mm-hmm. I, I read about your mom. You know, and I mean, I don't know how long ago that was, but condolences all the same. You know, um, wanting to, you know, spend her fa- a last few days and year, well, years, I think it was, on the beaches, warm, sunny, sunny, sunny area, and that that yeah, touched she, me. She sure did. So you came with her. Yeah, she um, she heard my stories of what uh, when I came back from Trinidad and Tobago, and. She said to me, you know what? If I'm going to spend my last days anywhere, that's where I want to spend it. So, oh, wow. Um, I put my affairs in order and made it so that she could live like a queen for the last 18 months of her life in Tobago. That's wonderful wow. of you, man. That's really good. That's wow. really good. So every day she would come out and be on the beaches and have herself. Every day. Wow. She just. Wow. You know, it is not often that we get persons who can make a request for their final moments on this earth true um and get it you know we may we may request something and want it but to be able to get it is is good hats off to you chef clint so hats off proud of you you, man well for the benefit of those that not list that was listening to us and probably missed it when did you decide to become a chef well uh, i've been thinking given to that some thought but uh i think it, it really um it goes back to watching mom in the kitchen and she always used to do this thing she'd always say taste this and tell me what it's missing and mm. um to this day i do the same thing in my kitchen with um my young chef john that's uh, my little apprentice there i'll say john taste this what's missing you know and so at that young age it kind of developed a palate in me that um you know i'd be able to taste something and say you know that needs some salt that needs some sugar that's missing this or that oh. and i think from that point it just kind of you know it developed into a passion for food and just the different varieties there is out there and i think that's one of the reasons that trinidad really brought that passion out in me is because i mean trinidad don't know how to cook unless it has flavor well that, that, that's for sure well you got me scared there for a moment <laughs> that's for sure we we're yeah. not playing at all we, yeah. we we just play for taste not just looks sure and appearance right. you understand i mean if you get a nice okra and rice with some salt fish in it and thing who look who talking about Quran rice and saltfish? Yeah, if you get a nice one, you know, some, 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 some,
I mean, it might look like, why is that in the pot there? But when you taste it. Yes, sir. Who cocoa crab rice is with, with, with smoke iron? I mean, salt fish oil. I know it's no smoke iron bread. With salt fish oil. I just who call cocoa? something. Oh, so you just I call saw. it? Yeah, boy. And I taste it. I taste yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I went to buy some, some food the other day and I saw they say okra. I say, oh, the okra rice is salt fish. What caught me is that it was, it was steaming. It's, yeah, it's supposed it to be hot. nice. Yeah, nice and hot. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I'm talking but about. if you look at it from a first glance, I dog food, but nah. It lashing, nah, and they had lash. some. Um, they had some pigeon peas pigeon in peas there. Pigeon peas in it. In it, yeah. Pretty that's coconut some. milk. And yeah. Watch man, man. The parallel kuchala. I decide. I decide, and I get some greens. You like? Not lettuce. Okay. Greens, cresses, water, cresses. Water cress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what? Clint, <laughs> I bless up that boy. <laughs> I had a ball. Clint. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. You ever had bread and condensed milk, Clint? Well. I would have answered that question a year ago with absolutely not until my girlfriend made me try cricks and condensed milk. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. Yes, is your Trinidad is your girlfriend Trinidadian? Yes, absolutely. So just now, so so you just now Clint, I I, I got I gotta I gotta spend just thirty seconds on this. Alright, so did you like it? Uh well I'm not a sweet guy, but if if I had to answer, yeah, I did like it actually. Okay, 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 because I've been trying to convince um, someone across here, you know, Dynamic. to try it. But um, Clint, what what's comfort food to you, bro? <laughs> yeah, when it comes to comfort food, what what what's that to you? Um, I would have to say I will go for spaghetti and meatballs every time. See us, uh, That's chef. My comfort food. Wow. Did you have um? Did you have a Italian background, or did your mom used to cook that a lot for you when you were younger? Well, my whole family was Italian going back, so um, oh. like we have our family recipe that in in our family for I don't know how many generations, but um, it was a regular thing. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs. So whenever I want to think about home or think about mom, that's what it is: it's spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. So I guess uh, making a really nice tomato sauce from scratch. Mm. That's right on your alley. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of um the older Italian women even um they take pride in making a tomato sauce. Eh? Really, really pride. Yeah, absolutely. I'm mean, selecting the right type of tomatoes to so making sure it it, it it blossom properly, it bloom properly to concussate properly. Concussate meaning so people who don't know is that you put the tomatoes to you, you score it meaning you mark a little on the top of the tomato. You make an X. You you you, you toss it in boiling water, and before before it boils, you take it out and you shock it in cool cool water, and then you peel off the skin. So because the skin, once you're making a tomato sauce, you don't want to get the skin inside of it because the skin it doesn't really um, it doesn't really put it purify properly. So you want to take the skin out. So yeah. Yeah, our family sauce is a it's a eight, it's an eight hour process. So yeah, um, yeah. That's why I don't get to make it very often, but when I do, I really enjoy myself. Wow, wow! You know, I've never um, always wanted to make tomato sauce, and you say it's an eight hour process. I was telling Davy some sauces take up to sometime um, um, five days to make or eight hours to make because of of the the, the whole process. You know, and there are certain chefs that that's all that they do. They just make sauces and stuff um, for more the bigger uh, hotels and restaurants because it's a job within itself. Yeah, that's right. Uh, actually, when I first started out as a, a chef, um, well, in Canada, when I started as a chef, it was you, you start by, they only let you do prep work. 
And then from there, they only let you do soups and sauces. And I spent a good while doing soups, soups and, and sauces. sauces yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's just a process in by itself. And after you pass that, then they might let you touch some meat after that. <laughs> if you're lucky, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what are these, some of the foods that you, you I know we're going, we're going to talk about tomatoes um, 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 soon. But I just want to ask you, what are some of the foods that you um, like, uh, personally love to cook? Uh, well, I think that was one of the reasons that I decided to open a Mexican restaurant because um, I just absolutely love tacos and uh, quesadillas and well, anything but cheese, really. Um, so that's kind of my go-to. And it was something that, um, like in the introduction, I heard Mr. Davies there reading, um, you know, when I looked around at what Trinidad really didn't have, I mean, they have a hundred different places to buy gyros but not very many places do good tacos. And so that's where kind of my process went. You think Trinidadian is, is, is um, well, you have the restaurant now, so obviously it's working. So um, what about people coming in? Are they willing to try different type of tacos? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, when I first opened, because I, I opened one similar in Tobago and uh, somebody came inside and they, uh, looked at my pico de gallo and they said, "What's that tomato chota?" <laughs> you know, so uh, it, in the beginning it was a little hard to get people used to it, you know. But um, I would say for the most part, the trains are open to trying new things. I think they're excited about trying new things. Yeah, and um, you know, uh, we've been very successful at it. And um, every day we kind of—I shouldn't say every day. Every month we try to add something different or bring it a little closer to authentic as we can. Yes. Um, and that's the direction we're carrying our menu progressively as we move further and further um, into the um, into building the restaurant. Okay, one more thing before we go into the tomato segment. I did a, a couple of weeks ago, I did a, a tacos um, with a pumpkin chow. I'm, I'm, I'm really pushing this pumpkin chow. Um, a chicken um, tacos with pumpkin chow. And it was really a hit. What are one of one of one? What is one of the most craziest tacos that you have? Um, that I have on my menu, or that I've ever had? That you ever had? Let's say ever had. That ever had. That's a tough question. Um, I had a, a lamb taco once with mint jelly, and that was kind of strange. Oh, because um, of the sweetness. It wasn't whatever I was expecting. Yeah, but it was it was okay. It was okay. Awesome. Um, but that would be the strangest one, most unique one I've ever had. This one that you're saying you made, that sounds pretty neat. I'd, I'd try that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Well, I mean, Chef, tell me um, some of your personal experiences that you would have encountered as a chef coming through the years. Um, well... I've had a kind of unique background. When I was growing up, my dad would say, you know, try every job there is out there for at least six months. So I've gone through being a chef, not being a chef, being back a chef. Um, but my first restaurant, as you, you, you had mentioned, was a, a pizza place that I opened. And the reason for that was my very first job was at a pizza restaurant. And after a week of working, they, they fired me. And I said to the owner that one day I would open a restaurant that would put her out of business in six months. 
Fast forward wow. a year later when I was 17, wow. I opened my first restaurant right across the street from her and I put her out of business in six months. <laughs> That's aggressive. Wait, she fired you? Uh-huh. Why yeah, did she why, fired me? Why would she <laughs> fire you? Uh, she had no good reason other than that she hired too much staff at one time and I guess she was playing a game where, you know, uh, she would pick who she felt she worked best with and just let the person go. But I guess none of us were in on that. So you um, you swore yeah. that you would open a, a, a restaurant and put her out of business and that brought fruit. You, that came to fruition. You did it. You actually put her out of business? I actually did. And wow. she actually came across the street and I bought her whole restaurant for $10,000. You bought her restaurant as well? That's yeah, impressive. Everything in her restaurant I got for $10,000. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's really, really impressive. And, and you were, what, 17 years at the time? 18? 17, yeah. Wow. I grew up quick. I started full-time working when I was 13. Oh. I, wow. I started working on a farm when I was 13 and going to school. And then when I had finished school, that's when I, I started into the, the restaurant business. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. I mean, when it comes to Trinidad and Tobago, you know, um, our palate, do you think it's evolving at all into appreciating more variety or moving away from the traditional methods? I mean, you would have learned a lot when you came to our country, when you found out about the different cuisines. And these are the things that would have attracted you here. Uh, what, what are your thoughts with when it comes to the local dishes that we have in this country? Well, I, I mean, I'm one of the biggest advocates for, uh, for Trinidadian, Trin, Trinbagonian cuisine, I should say. Um, I think you have a very good palate, Trinidadians do. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I do believe that you guys are uh, interested in trying new things. I mean, every time a new restaurant opens, Trinidadians love to, to run to that restaurant and give it a try, um, you know. I think for the most part, though, what I've noticed is um, Trinidadians always go back to what they know and what they love. Yeah, that, that and is I true. And I think that's why, yeah, I think that's why my restaurant, I've had to keep that, you know, the, the spices and the flavor that Trinidadians are accustomed to. That yeah, way, it. you know, it's fusion. always like they don't need to go back to that because they get in a piece of it in my food too. Ah, you know, like most of we, we chefs, we say we try to make a fusion because it's very hard to come something authentic. Trinidadians, uh, they they have there's a little. I don't know if there's a little memory chip in the back of our head that if the food is not tasting with that green seasoning or that pimentos and stuff like that, you know. So we kind of go back to the food that default setting. So you have to have that in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even uh, I mean. When I was in Canada, I never, ever saw, uh, maybe you could attest to this, Chef, uh, when you go to other places, I've never seen another country wash their chicken in vinegar and soak it in. Well, I've never seen that in my in my life <laughs> until I came to Trinidad. Yeah. And and this, the, I hear this statement all the time that, oh, that chicken smells fresh. It's fresh, it's fresh, yeah, it always and fresh. It, in, in, in Canada, something smells fresh, that's a good thing. <laughs> You know, uh, so it took a little while for me to understand uh, the difference in the cultural backgrounds. And, uh, you know, I, I don't let a piece of meat come out of my kitchen without being cleaned that way now because I see the benefits of it. Not from a perspective that vinegar really kills any 
microbials or whatever the case may be, but because it really does open the meat up to accepting those spices and those flavors. Yeah. So I do see the benefit in it. You're quite right with that. Um, and sometimes, um, for me as a chef, sometimes I, uh, if I have to season a piece of meat and you know, and so, you know, Trini have that way they have to soak it. So now they soak it for half an hour, and you know, and put sometimes put um, 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 slices of lemon or lime, and the old traditional way, and mm-hmm. they leave it soaking. I personally don't, 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 don't leave it soaking that long. But they, you're quite right. The vinegar has some sort of, um, I think it breaks down some of the enzymes as well. So it really gets the meat more tender and it soaks in the flavor. Absolutely. Especially when you put vinegar and stuff yeah. in your seasoning, it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. We actually actually started uh, brining our chicken wings in the restaurant and I can't believe the, the flavor difference in doing it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had to come, and look, come down and check your restaurant, man. That really sounds good. Really, really sounds good. For sure. Um, okay, so we're going to uh, move on more to um, talk about our topic of today's tomatoes. Um, um, chef, can you give me um, some basic um, tomatoes? Uh, let me say at least six or seven basic types of different type, types of tomatoes, you know, of, or six or seven that you could call off the top of your head. I, I will start off with uh, cherry tomatoes, um, and you could probably chime in one and I'll chime in another one. Cherry tomatoes is a uh, small little ch- uh, tomatoes for the people who don't know. It's very, very small. It's really like a cherry. Yeah, um, it's that small. Yeah. And sometimes it, uh, it, grow- it could be like on a vine. So we chef, we like to keep it on the vine. And just uh, sometimes we plate it, we roast it just like that. And we plate it because it, look- it has an aesthetic look on the plate. Um, and also when you're doing more fine cuisine and stuff, you tend to use the cherry tomato because it's really just fun art type things. Right, chef? Yes, that's a beautiful tomato. Um, the grape tomato is very similar to that. Yes, grape tomatoes. Um, not as nice as the cherry tomato. Um, but if I had to pick uh, a tomato that um, that I use more often than, than not is uh, uh, the Roma tomato. But I don't think that it's the Roma that grows here. I think it's like something called a Calypso or something like that. Am I right, Chuck? I think, uh, yeah, there is a, there, the most tomato is a hybrid tate. It was similar to the Roma because the Roma is a little bigger. We, our tomatoes here is a, a little smaller. So, yeah. Um, and the Roma tomato, it's, 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 it's smaller than the beefsteak because, you know, the beefsteak is really, really big. So, beef, people who don't know beefsteak. That's my tomato, Yeah, beefsteak tomatoes. It's a really huge, huge um, tomato. It's, it's like, it's like, let me see, it's like half of a calabash. <laughs> so, it's really, really yeah, big. Yeah, I, I think that they could be over a pound. Yeah, it's one, yeah, one pound and you could one slice of that is, is pretty, pretty huge. Um, yeah. I've never seen those, that, that, type of tomato in, 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 in Trinidad. I've never seen the beefsteak. Um, the Roma is the most popular one in, Tri- in Trini. And now we're growing a lot of um, cherry tomatoes. Um, a, a chef friend bought, bought to me um, today. He had uh, cherry tomatoes and um, aroma pear tomatoes. So it's shaped like a pear. And it's, um, it's, it's small like a cherry tomato. And it was really, really, it's actually really, really nice. Um, it's, it's not as, 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 as ripe as the red, but it's more of a yellow, greenish type, type flavor. Okay, nice. Yeah. I, I saw that um, a lot of these hydroponic, the hydroponic farms are doing um, a lot of heirloom products now. Um, yeah. And some of those heirloom tomatoes are just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, heirloom is, is, is and those um, t- um, heirloom tomatoes are very, very expensive. Those are the most expensive tomatoes I think they have out, out in the market. 
Well, now uh, I think the uh, the latest I paid this morning was twenty dollars a pound for tomatoes. So I don't know how much more they can swap than that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, much, know, and, uh, and just a few and just a few weeks ago, I was oh, paying three dollars a pound. So. Yeah, but a pong might have it. It depends on how big how big it is. Very hard to say. Sometimes tomatoes come really really small, and then again, sometimes you get them, you know, uh, uh, huge. So it fluctuates in size, as they say, you know. Mm-hmm. That is sad, boy. I mean, twenty dollars a pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else in my restaurant that fluctuates quite as much as tomatoes in terms of price. All right, guys, we gotta take a quick break. Um. Chef, stay on the line with us. Talk, talk, talk. is streaming at freedom106.5.com. Once again, good afternoon. Welcome back to Freedom 106.5 FM. Tasty Tuesday, Sean Chef. Uh, Chef Sean Spencer. I always say Sean Chef. But Chef Sean Spencer is in the building alongside with Chef Clint. Um, keep forgetting. That is bad. Yeah, that, that, that is not good. That is not good at yeah, all by Clint. Clint. Right, Groove. Clint Groove. You got it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I had to look at the news and all these different no, no things. And, 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 you know, so forgive me, forgive me. Juggling a lot this afternoon. Um, yeah. No so problem. at the end of the day, I have a couple of things that I want to discuss with you as we continue with our dialogue on t- tomatoes. All right. I mean, name some of the ways that, you know, we could prepare, we could prepare tomatoes. You know, I, I, I think you just cut it up, slice it and you put it in a pot. If you're still in chicken, how much ways they could prepare tomatoes, boy? Chef, go ahead. Well, uh, I think, um, you know, if I'm being biased, which I am, I mean, eating it raw is the best way, in my opinion. But, uh, I mean, you could stew them, you could boil them, you could fry them, you could do just about anything with tomatoes. Yeah, actually, actually, so so right, tomatoes one of those um, um, fruits. Boiled and, tomatoes, and I'm gonna say fruits, right? Because most people think uh, tomato is a vegetable, but right. it's a fruit. So it's a fruit, right? So but it is uh, boiled tomatoes. Yeah, why, why? we boil boil. Yeah, I have never had boiled tomatoes. You never had a lot of stuff. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boil. Wait, I gonna start boil. Where boiling tomato to do? Boil, you saying? Well, yeah. Well, as the chef was mentioning earlier, you you shock them in the boiling water so you can get the skin off and then you in turn turn it into a sauce of some kind yeah i and i was uh, while you were talking about boiled tomatoes i was thinking of um i made a tomato jam once and um actually tomato tomato i'm always torn be saying tomatoes or tomatoes because i tomatoes Spending some time in the states, sometimes. Is it you tomatoes know, yeah. or tomatoes? So, <laughs> it's tomatoes. I, I, you know, being Trini, sometimes I say tomatoes and sometimes I say tomatoes. Anyway, so um, yeah, Tom- tomatoes is one of those fruits, just like pumpkin. It, it, you know, you could do it, you could do anything with it, anything with it. And a lot of our um, vegetables, a lot of people think that there's only one way to do it because mm-hmm. um. That's the only way you're growing, that we know. knowing that yeah. you know, yeah. But you could add anything like um, de- like today I bought um a chow for Davy, and he had pumpkin in his chow, and Davy he didn't talk about the pumpkin chow, really. So you want everybody to know, yeah. I want everybody to know you eat the yeah, pumpkin, man. Boy, ain't easy, boy. Yeah, yeah. I sneak in the thing, man. Wait, wait. We talking tomatoes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I want you to understand that this is. You want everybody to know a tasty pumpkin, tasty pumpkin, a tasty pumpkin chow. And it was raw. It was raw. And so, give yes. give you a verdict. Is I, I enjoyed, yes or no? I enjoyed, I enjoyed. All right, you see? The man, the man seasoned the pumpkin nice. 
I suppose have a next one here, I'll just take a, yeah. Yeah. Before they could see it, you know. Right. I can't say I've ever had a pumpkin chow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, chef, it's one of the things that I was thinking. You know, because yeah, being, a, being a chef, yeah, yeah, especially in Trinidad, um, 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 we have so many different things, and there's only, we only think things, sometimes we only think um, to do things on one dimension, and there's so many different ways that we could do it. As as chef, you know, there's our job to really come up with different ways that we could um, introduce different things and it's one of the things of this show giving chefs a, a platform that they could talk about different stuff and introducing the, 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 the wider population to, to, to think, what's happening yeah to what's happening and think outside the box well Mr. Davies have you ever had a uh, cream of tomato soup no you never had cream of tomato soup I've you never had try that. I, 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 that is something I would be willing to try but I've never had it a cream of tomato soup with a grilled cheese sandwich. Nothing beats that. Wow. That, I'm, I, I would love to try it. That is one of the best, actually. Um, that is one of the best uh, soups there. They actually, you add a little cheddar cheese to that, Chef. Oh, my God. That's Hello. that's really crazy. Um, especially, Absolutely. as you say, with a, grilled, with a grilled cheese sandwich. That's that's really out, out there. Yeah, do, you have one, do you have a tomato soup in your restaurant, by chance? No, we don't. Okay. No, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Most most of the time, um, these type of uh, soups. Most of the time, you don't really get them at at smoothie smaller restaurants. You would really get that at the hotels and uh, or if you if you're doing a dish, you would try to pair the dish with some sort of of, of, of soup or sauce. Is it really a soup or something? We, we could make it as a sauce, you know, because so, so that the Trinidadians could kind of get that 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 flavor um, in it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so chef. Um. So, um. Being um having yeah, um, Italian background and heritage, and what are some of the um the stuff that uh, Italians do with their tomatoes? Anything that different that Trinidadians do not do? Um. Anything different? Well, there's a lot of crossover in terms of um, the process, in terms of cleaning them and those types of things. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, Italians eat tomatoes like like most people eat apples. Like, uh, you know, we just take one and we can bite it and, and enjoy it just like that. No. Uh, my, my grandfather would just go out in the field, grab it off with his T-shirt, and he always had, I don't know why, but he always had uh, a salt shaker in his pocket. And he'd just sprinkle some salt on it and eat it, and he'd swear he was eating an apple. Oh, for real? No, Trinidadians ain't eating no raw tomatoes, just so. I will eat it. <laughs> you eat a raw tomato? If it is, not the whole thing. What I will do, like, if I'm making an omelette, uh-huh. and I'm really, really hungry, I start to find myself like a chef. Anything I'm touching in the kitchen these days, and, I, you know, while I'm slicing it up, I'll throw a, a, piece, few, in your mouth. a piece in my mouth. Yeah. Um, if I cut up the, the sweet pepper, um, I would... Raw sweet pepper too. Yeah, eating raw sweet pepper. Oh, Dave, you coming out there, man? I eating raw sweet pepper now. Oh, I, I'm I eaten, actually proud of you. I eating um, you know, I taste it. You know, um, I started eating. If I get a pepper, a yeah, hot pepper, yeah, I, I yeah. touch down that. Just now, just now, just now. You're pushing it in now. Yeah. Not telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I eating the hot pepper. <laughs> you know, but um, to jump up myself and started to eat. I mean, and this this afternoon, even though I know he brought the pumpkin. I wasn't going to say nothing, but you want the whole Trinidad and Tobago to know that I actually ate the, the raw pumpkin. 
And you know, um, over the weekend I was peeling it and, and, and I was looking at it and tempted to taste it. I said, nah, chef, my meat, you know, raw pumpkin. <laughs> I'm not gaining that satisfaction. Clint, uh, I say, no, I ain't eating no raw pumpkin. <laughs> you know, today he come and he season it up with some, um, with some pineapple and, and, and he put some cucumber in there and, you know, uh, don't, forget I, the, don't forget the uh, the, the the grapes, the, the grape, black, black grapes, the black and, grapes, and all these things. I thought it was olive, there's, but it's there's, black some, there's some blackberries and in some there berries. Well. You know, yeah. he real sweetened it up there, nice. You know, and he and he and he teeth me there, and and I bite it, thinking it was another something else I was eating now. But in tasting it, I realized. It's not fruit salad, it's a fruit and vegetable And I salad. almost made a, t- a, a tomato chow today. I almost made it. I wouldn't be eating that. Now, you don't know. You see, you said the same thing last week. Because, again, my job as a chef is to come up with things. And when you bite it and you taste it, you say, yeah, yeah, chef, yeah, chef. You come with a bowl of tomato, yeah, tomatoes in a chow form, yeah, 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 and yeah, I go yeah, eat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you are asked up. You say, um, Clint, you know what you do? <laughs> he put pineapple in there. He put cucumbers in there. Things that you know, berries, black grapes. It had things in the place. So you catch me, but you come with a bowl of what? No, um, no the, that same tomato chow, uh, sorry, that same pumpkin chow, I don't have those stuff. I actually put this stuff in it so that so that people could start to open their mind. I make the pumpkin chow just plain pumpkin, and people love it. Well, I wouldn't need Really, that. really, really, really love it. I, I wouldn't. I'll bring that plain pumpkin chow for you next week. You could try I would look at it and I would tell you, okay, thanks. Just the same way when we had the pumpkin cheesecake, remember that? And you were saying I wasn't going to eat it, I wasn't going to eat it, and then what happened? Good afternoon. Hi, Davey. Hi. To be honest, what a pumpkin chow taste. No, it it, 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 it tastes good, man. To be honest, he, he seasoned it up nice. He, it, I didn't eat the pumpkin just so. He seasoned it up. Even when I was biting the pumpkin itself, the way he sliced it up. Yeah. Thing, you it, know what I usually do? I take all the seeds from the tomatoes. Slice them. Thin. Chop them. Um, cabbage. Some um, mushrooms. Onion shrip. A little olive oil. A pinch of salt. And a little bit of lime. Maybe. Mm. And you can eat it with um, sada. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing. You know, um, Clint. I mean, we were formally taught that you know we should be eating, we should eat um, vegetables. You know, straight out. Um, what nutrients we gain from tomatoes? We gain plenty nutrients from tomatoes, boy. Yeah, most definitely. I uh, I think the antioxidants is one of the main reasons for eating tomatoes. I mean. Uh, I don't think there's anything that uh, tomatoes isn't good for. I mean, just I did a quick uh, look before coming on the interview. And I mean, heart disease, cancer, you name it, it's good for everything. Yeah. It's good for your skin as well. It, it's good for um, for, for suntan. You know, a lot of people sometimes buy suntan lotion and stuff. Anything good to manage protects your skin as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's now saying that they have a suggestion I- for the chef's called apple kuchula. You know, we have mango kuchula. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Clint, you know about mango kuchula? I do. Well, they're now saying... I do. I, I, when, when I first came to Trinidad, I was most, mostly on the, on the north end. But recently, I'm living in south. And it's more when I moved up south that I hear this thing about kuchula. Um, I have to say I've fallen in love with it since I come on this side. Well, I do. I do when I'm making roti. Actually, I had roti in at my restaurant last week, and I do make a green apple and char masala. No mangoes, only green apple. And um, actually, 
when I was actually working at a, a, a place, somebody told me they were making it and I tried it. And I was surprised that the green apple, is, it, it holds up really well. It has that sour tang taste it, and it, it pairs really good with the, mas- um, the, the masala. And um, every time I'm making curry, I don't ever use mango anymore. I use um, green apple and char masala and it's really, really good. So kuchi, a green apple um, could go good as a kuchila as well because you grate that and that will take that flavor really, really, really good. Actually, that is something I think I, I want to try. Thanks for that caller who called me, who mm. called that texter. Another one says, uh, fry tomatoes with fry eggs together with uh, good peppers or mm. green peppers or whatever it is. Yeah. That's, a, that's another good dish you can do with your martyrs. Hello, good afternoon. Um, a green apple, kuchila. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm from Calgary, right? Uh-huh. And that is what we use when I'm home. Because you can't get a green mango, really. Oh, yeah. So we make calorie and that. Yeah. You can make chutney with the green apples, too. Yeah. And you know what is nice? Apples with peanut butter. Apples and what? Peanut butter. What? Yeah. Thank you. Apple and peanut butter. I never tried that. Up, people making up the nah, snacks. Yeah, yeah, but that's a healthy. That's really healthy. You know, the peanuts, protein, apples, healthy. Yeah, I could, I could see that happening. I mean, they're making up snacks. Yeah, I mean. he's not a bad. Huh? Yeah. I said I've had that a few times. Oh, you did, chef? Yeah, the apples and peanut butter. I've had that quite a few times. Oh, I never had that. I think I want to try that. Very nice. Yeah. Well, wow. well, chef, I want to give you something to try. Try some banana and mayonnaise. All right. What? Huh? Try some banana and mayonnaise with some ketchup. Tell me how that tastes. Um, <sighs> Chef Don well, said. Uh, you tell me how it tastes. <laughs> so so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> As a chef, you wouldn't you you can't peel a nice banana, put some ketchup and mayo on that, and eat it. I'm afraid not, sir. <laughs> I'd have that good answer that question because, But why, why? Yeah, if you yeah, could eat if you could eat apple and peanut butter. Why you can't just eat not, just now? You could eat banana with ketchup. what what she said. She said peanut butter and apple. So you had that 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 sweet and tang with that peanut. You talking about what? We call a banana with mayo <laughs> and ketchup. Come down, man. Um, no, only not serious. Yeah. I, nah, I'm very hurt by Olya. Olya, I love you guys as chefs, but nah, Olya to try that. Hello, good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Baby. Yes. I hear just talking about egg and, egg and, egg and tomato fry. Yeah. I just make that yesterday evening. Them is the thing I just eat. Me alone, I. And I, when I eat, all them cook you're talking about, I just party cook all of that. Yeah. No, me and so stuff like all day, you know. I can't make that way. I cook any kind of food. I make, a cook, I make a cook up with black eye and salt fish. When I don't cook that, I pong up two tomatoes there. Black eye and, and salt fish? Like black eye peas and salt fish? Yeah. I make a cook up. Yeah, but I never had that. I make a tomatoes on the side. Man, that's eating real nice. Me want to eat anything or not? Yeah. All right. All right. Now look, gonna listen to all that man. Yeah. Thank yeah, you very much. Fine. Roast tomatoes. Um, the skin is good for prostate health. Another one says, "Davey, behave yourself for that, eh, boy." <laughs> no, the thing for me, right? I, 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 many, many years ago, was working in a supermarket. You know, we in Trinidad, Clint, 
One of the first jobs we just get as 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 men over here is you're working at grocery, so to speak. And um, I discovered that people, you know, was hungry. One day we was in the supermarket late one evening, and they cut bread. You know, take yes, a bottle. You, you just hold on. You discover people was hungry. No, sorry. I, no, I discovered this uh-huh. this this thing I'm going to talk about yeah. because people were hungry. They were the guys were hungry. Okay. So they take a bread and didn't discover people hungry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All I exposed, right? <laughs> anyway, so uh. Clint, they took the bread and they cut it open. I've never heard of this. And they took some cheese, uh-huh. slice up the cheese and uh-huh. put it in the bread, and take some ketchup and put it in that, and that was a meal. Now to me, it's like what the hell. Cause I watching them fellas like what are you doing? So that's a that's a that's a Davy. You just say you just say some kind of thing that just wake me up sometime and no. just get me upset. Where you get, so no. you, um Chef Clint, just give me 30 seconds here. You trying to tell me that you never yeah, know. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanna go to tongue here now. You never know you, you, a, a, a dollar bread or a piece of bread or yeah, two slices bread. of bread. Yeah. All right? With some ketchup and cheese. Yeah. And I, some pepper in that. See, you never Never. I that was the first time I saw this and I was like but then I tasted it. Uh-huh. I actually tried it, and it was it it was. But I felt I was hungry because there's no way I'm going home this afternoon. Go to my fridge, take out some uh, uh, bread, and and put some cheese in it, put some ketchup, and eat that. Yeah, but so I am I, I chalk it up. You wouldn't, to my, you, you you wouldn't believe that's what I had on Sunday to eat that bread, <laughs> cheese, and ketchup. Sure, right. And, and as it a, was delicious. Ah, there you go. And as a chef, <laughs> and as a chef, you know, um, sometimes I say to myself, people have always come having the best Sunday lunch. And as a chef, you wouldn't believe it's our Sunday lunch sometimes. Well, just as a chef just said it, sometimes yeah. I would have just bread and, and peanut butter and, and, and fig. And I'm so humble with that. Bread, yeah. peanut butter, and, and fig. fig. Yeah. But you wouldn't try banana. No, 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 Stick up in. Because you just come up with something from your imagination, and the same time, same the same way you did it the last time, and you tell me it's a pedacool sideways and coconut milk. Yes. I ain't falling for that. Now, 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 Clint, listen to me. One of the things I learned from uh, doing Tasty Tuesdays with my co-host and colleague on a Tuesday is that when it comes to the world of chefs, you all, um, you all are not the cooks. I mean, if you own your own restaurant like you all do, you know, you would be in the kitchen, you all would be hands-on. But if you all are put in, a, in an international setting or, or where you all are at a five-star, seven-star restaurant and these kind of things, you all are not going to be cooking in the kitchen. You all will have the different chefs and different stations and the head chef, you as the chef will be the, the overseer, administrative, um, administrative work, so to speak. The ones responsible for inventory. That is my understanding. You all are also creators. You all come up with menus, put some savvy names on it, so that when people hear it, so now, la la, la boilia, <laughs> egg mio, and you all call it. When I see that la boilia egg mio, where's that boy? There's a boiled egg with some salt and black pepper, and maybe a a a, a little a little stick of um celery on it. <laughs> And only put a big fancy thing, call it Liboilia. Li, li, li I mean, what is Liboilia? That is, is some name only make up the boil egg. That's what it is do. So if that's what you guys are doing, I am simply saying that if you take the banana and you put some ketchup on it and you put some mayo, you can eat the banana and 
Just like, no, they talk about eating apple with peanut butter. So I say, put some ketchup on the banana. And as a chef, taste the thing. Tell me how it tastes. Did he just say I sick? Yeah, he said sick. <laughs> uh, one of the station managers just pushed the dope and said, Davey, you're sick. <laughs> and no, close the door went back. Yeah. No, so that I, one, that that one is, is so funny. far out for me. I wouldn't try that one. I am very surprised to hear that you guys are not willing to do this. No, 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 no. no. And I in mind of a chef, we wouldn't do it like that. If you want, um, it's bananas, it's a bread, and it's ketchup, then we have to come up with something different and do it totally different. We're just going to put two sides of bread and 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 ketchup and mayo or you might mix the ketchup and mayo together and make a really nice sauce and then you add it with something like i have um one of my when i'm doing um um sometimes big chicken um big chicken you do ketchup and mayo mix together a lot of herbs and you you mix that and and you could bake your chicken with that or you have um, a thousand island thousand island is basically same thing ketchup and mayo that's a thousand island um dressing um uh, the next week, the That's next the word for the secret sauce, right? Yeah, there. exactly. A she- secret sauce, and the next word for thousand island, next next part of the world, they call it Russian dressing. Mm. And that's basic what you just said mm. mayo and ketchup. Right? And mayo and ketchup and bread is actually tastes really good. No, mayo, ketchup, you take the banana, you just like like a hot dog, you put the, okay. you put the ketchup on it. Okay, Dave, you're, you're making up stuff. You, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not making it up. We're talking. If you all are creators, chefs yeah, so. are. You all have an ingenuity in all, an engine running in all your no, head. No, but you, you're making a song as you're just taking a, a banana and putting ketchup on me and and, and eat it. it. <laughs> what, 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 Clint? What is it gonna do for you, Chef Clint? What, what, what? It gonna kill you? No. No, I mean, yeah, I, I would taste it. It wouldn't but, kill you, but I think the, I think the textures are just off there. Yeah, it's it's really off. I mean, that mayo and mush, banana, yeah, I mushy, mushy, yeah. mushy, all mushies. So you're thinking of <laughs> you're thinking of when you're setting a plate and you're making a menu, you're thinking of all different kind of components. You know, the right, texture, so, the color, the, so then here's the, what, here's the, the then all put, different then, things. Then cut up some sweet peppers. We, we to make a plate. There are different components that we think about. And when you're making a menu, you can't just put two things and say, yeah, we'll get the people that. No, 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 sir. So a lot of back talk had to go behind mm-hmm. that. So sorry, sir. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to say that. Put a pin, stick that one there for future. <laughs> in, t- in 20 to 30 or something. I mean. Don't worry. We have Clint here this afternoon. He wouldn't be here next week. We're coming back with that banana and ketchup. You know, I ain't leaving it alone at all. Figure out a way to make a meal out of that. Clint, what are some of the um, uh, most challenging meals um, would you have had to prepare since your arrival in Trinidad? But before you take that, let's take this call quick. Hello. Good evening. Afternoon. Um, gentlemen. Yes, sir. The best thing I enjoy to my tomatoes is good dumpling, fish tomatoes, provision. It's just two fish on the side, and I'll cook as for me. I know I'll take a correction. The old you said something about the guy with some romaine tomatoes. We don't have romaine tomatoes in Trinidad. The one thing is looking at the is the Cara 6141 or the Delhi. And Calypso tomatoes, we don't grow that anymore. That's something you go back on my dad to see with her back in the 70s. It's only designed for the, the wet season. I'm sorry, the dry season. The wet season, we will plant the caskets. You don't get that change in that anymore. That is the way. And the beef steak tomatoes, he's speaking about here. Yeah, I know all about that. I still can on the farm. I know for the beef steak tomatoes, it's a big, large tomato. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Somebody says, Davy, green bananas will do fine. Yeah, I could see that with green bananas because the 
uh, boiled green bananas because of the texture. You can see that. Yes, let, let Clint answer the question. What question I asked Clint? I asked Clint, uh, you know, since his arrival into Trinidad, you know, doing business here, cooking and stuff like that, uh, what are some of the most challenging meals you would have had to prepare? Uh, <clears throat> challenging that I personally had to prepare yeah. or that I've, I've wanted to learn how to prepare? Which one? Um, both. both. Both of them. All right. Well, uh, since eating doubles for the very first time, it's been like uh, a goal of mine to try and create the most perfect doubles as, 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 I, as I possibly could. Just um, Clint, so Clint, far, not doing so well. Clint, 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 do, 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 nah, you start off good there and you want to now recreate doubles, boy. Nah, boy. It's only a boy. Chef, well, <laughs> you want the perfect listen, doubles, you say, though? I, well, yeah, because when I go back to Canada, it's something I can't get. So I need to figure out how to do it. Oh, like pros do. Oh, okay, okay. That's a different thing because doubles, that, that, that's, that's, you don't want to touch doubles. Or you got everybody in train that thinks they know the best double, doubles for a man on the corner, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't want to change it. I just want to be able to make it at home. So when I go back to Canada, uh, you know, I can still eat it. Yeah, yeah. Doubles is one of the one of our Trinidad and Tobago um, comfort, most best comfort food, and that is something we pride ourselves in. in, in. And um, one can go some some can go without a, a week or a day without a doubles, you know. Um, so. We want to leave that alone, and I am so proud of um, actually being in a country that has such, such a, a wonderful, wonderful dish. I mean, um, doubles is something that sometimes you actually have a craving for, you know, that. Yeah. and as, as I said before, that people pride themselves to, uh, it could have actually uh, a, a bar um, um, fight. Who has the best du doubles, you know? <laughs> sure, right. Yeah, so have you ever made doubles before? Yeah, I, I've tried a few times. Uh, it, it, it just never comes out quite right. The Barra and uh, the Chana, or just the, both of them? Or? I think I think I have the Chana down. It's the Barra. It either comes out too thin, too thick, uh, uh, not cooked enough. It's just it's a little tricky. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, actually, you did better than me. I've never made the barra before. The chana is um, quite easy to make, and all the cuchillas and stuff is quite easy. The barra I never made. I've, I've actually, well, I've seen it made many, many times. Um, Polori, sahina, and all these things I've made, I've made, but actually, the barra I've never made before. Have you ever had uh, made polori? Um, yes, not by myself. My girlfriend uh, showed me a couple times how to make it. Mm -hmm. I think, um, uh, I know you guys have um, in the grocery store some polori mix where you just mm. add water. I think um, no, we want to chef. Nah, place. nah, nah, chef. We want to make it from <laughs> scratch. Well, you gotta get uh, we leave 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 them pack stuff. And the real way is actually making it from scratch and actually getting your hand into that dough. And when you pull that dough, that dough like elasticity, <laughs> you know that dough is so good. And you you you, you cut it from with your little finger. You know, there's something that yeah yeah. Once you start making it and yeah, and you get a really good um, dough, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So things like sahina, uh, what about um, Accra? You ever did Accra and stuff before? No. Yeah, no. These, yeah these are some of the Trinidadian um, real um, delicacies that, yeah. Um, you see, once you start making all these little things and then you really get down to the real Trinidad culture, I mean, it, it, it's something that, yeah, in order to really, uh, it's hard to really 
to talk about it because or, or explain it because you have to actually work with somebody who actually doing it daily you know i i was fortunate enough to, um to have um an old um, Indian woman, every time I'm working with me, side by side, I, I have one um, yesterday we was making aloo choker, and she was adamant um, telling me exactly how to make the aloo. Mind you, I can make aloo choker, but she's adamant so, um, telling me exactly what to do, and um, a couple of days I was making aloo pie, and then she said, but chef, your aloo pie coming up better than mine, and I, deep dog said, I said, yes. <laughs> because it's actually, there there's some little techniques um, and, and tricks to the trade that you really have to learn and um, you know like you understand what I mean chef that some there are some like when you cook in Chinese you can cook Chinese but there are certain little techniques that you you know like when you cook in Thai food that no matter what you cook how you cook in it you can't really get it so, and Trinidad food is something like that very true yeah. I mean uh, uh, when I see my girlfriend next to uh, roti uh, she she just she knows by just touching it what it needs you know yes uh, just by the feel and the texture of it yeah that's what being I'm a about. chef I want to know what the recipe is what's the you know the how much flour how much this how much uh, uh, no I don't know that I just go by how it feels in my hand yeah you know yeah yeah and and that's what well, that's that's actually after years of repetition you know chef somebody asked me do you don't taste no i don't taste because i would make um i make in um um aloo pie every day and i would just average the amount of um ingredient state you know um there's no recipe and if you ask me to use a recipe no matter what i'm doing sometimes even baking baking i try to tend to stick to the recipe because it that's a little different but um, I do stick to recipes because I really need to get in there and get the feel of it and understand what's really happening. Very true. Yeah. Oh, this is good. I mean, when it comes to tomatoes, what are uh, your favorite ways to cook it? Did I ask um, you your well, favorite ways? I can't remember if I did. Yeah, kind of asked me that before, but um, I... Yeah. In a Mexican restaurant, uh, the main way we do is always fresh. Like our pico de gallo is done fresh every day. We, um, you know, have your onions and your sweet peppers, but the star is always the tomatoes. Uh, I, I was looking at my menu today before the start of the show, and there's not one item on my menu doesn't have either tomatoes top, topped with tomatoes or either served on the side. Uh, it's really the star of the show when it comes to our menu. As you and, said, um... um yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yes, yeah, Chef. As you said, Peter de Gallo, to, to a lot of people who are our listeners who don't know who Peter de Gallo is, do you ever, um, have you ever tasted um, Trinidad Mother in Law? Yes. Right. So, yeah, um, one of my favorite things. Right. So, um, for, for some of them, Peter de Gallo is similar to Mother in Law, but it's different because it has um, hot Mother in Law has hot peppers and stuff. But Peter de Gallo, it's got very, it's, it's smaller in cut. It has jalapeno and tomatoes and red onions and stuff like that. So, it's, it, it, it's, um, it's a Mexican, um, it's a me- Mexican, like I would say, like a relish. You know, mm. a relish, right? Yeah, yeah a relish, yeah. yeah. So, um, so you use uh, that's one of the one of the main item in in tacos. Yeah, right. that's that's the number one um, uh, ingredient in terms of what brings out the flavors of the meat and uh, you know that freshness that you're looking for in a taco. And when it comes to so, there's pico de gallo, which is the fresh version that is more like the mother-in-law that you're speaking about. And then there's the cooked version of it, which is what most people know as salsa. 
Yes, right? Also, yeah. When you take that those same ingredients and you cook them down and it, it really brings out the flavors, but you're not getting that fresh taste that you would get out of a pico de gallo. All right. Yeah. Well, Chef, I want to say much love and thanks to you uh, for being a part of the show this afternoon. Um, can you, before you depart, can you share with us where we can find your restaurant, sir? Sure. Um, we are in Duncan Village, just before Palmies Park, after the Canaan Presbyterian School and Church um, on your right-hand side. Uh, we are called Firestone Artesian Restaurant and Market. Um, we have a new location. I'm happy to say that we can announce it'll be coming to the new Brentwood Mall very shortly. Um, as well as you can find our products very soon launching in the grocery stores. Uh, my Pico de Gallo line as well as my uh, salsas will be there very soon. All right, great. Awesome, awesome. That's All right, wonderful. so um, what we'll do, thank you very much, Chef, for joining us this afternoon. Hopefully we get to meet with you again in the near future. Yeah? Sounds, sounds great. All right, buddy. Yeah. Take care. Nice. All right, guys, we got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we wrap the show up in, uh, for Tasty Tuesdays as Sean Spencer, our chef, resident chef, I want to call him resident chef. He's not a guest chef. He's resident. We'll come up with a nice recipe and uh, give you something that you can enjoy and try on your own. Stick around. Tasty Tuesdays. We'll be back. Is streaming at freedom106.5.com. Welcome back, folks. The Tasty Tuesdays here. Sean Chef Spencer, or Chef Sean Spencer, rather. As we get set to give you a recipe really quickly before we depart, uh, we had a great tomatoes conversation. Now it's time to wrap things up. So, Chef, I'll give you a couple minutes to give them the recipe. Yes, man. I just want to say happy birthday to Lisa Bado. Hi, Lisa. German eye in the house. I am also a German eye, uh, Lisa. So, happy birthday to you. All right. Uh, the recipe is a basic uh, um, scrambled egg recipe with a tomato um, wrap, right? So this is uh, this is we starting off with four uh, re- regular eggs, uh, eight cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes you could always get at the farmer's market. A tablespoon of garlic, one um, toma- uh, pack of tomato wrap, um, black grapes, uh, two black grapes. You're gonna slice the black black grapes up in four. So you get eight pieces, um, two tablespoons of vegetable oil, um, chopped shadow benny, one tablespoon of chopped shadow benny, salt and pepper to taste, one teaspoon of olive oil. The method is you're going to crack the four eggs in a bowl with add your pinch of salt and pepper, beat the eggs with a light fork until it's nicely and fluffy, you preheat your, you preheat your, your saute pan, you add the oil to your saute pan, you throw in your eggs, you use, if you're using a non-stick pan, make sure you use a rubber spatula. Um, to it. Uh, you, you stir up your eggs to make sure it's nice and fluffy. You place it, your, your wrap in a preheated oven, get it soft. You put your scrambled eggs into the wrap and you, you roll it and you fold it. Um, you could also use uh, the, the, the cherry tomatoes place it in the oven you crush it up slightly add a little bit of salt and pepper um, garlic to that and you make a, a slightly tomato choker to that enjoy guys bon appetit as we said mm. and of course don't forget you can taste this and so much more malt watering meals prepared personally by chef sean spencer at his restaurant patience and rush located at number 19 sackville street midtown port of spain Folks, it's a wrap for us here this afternoon on Freedom 106.5 FM. The news is coming up in a few minutes' time. And we want to say much love and thanks going on to my co-host and colleague on a, th- on a Tuesdays, um, Chef Sean Spencer. Thank you very much for the, the chow. All right, Trinidad, I ate the pumpkin raw. No fee special, eh? 
I feel like I run up in here with some bread and condensed milk and I go nah, and sit nah, down nah. there. At least, at, least we, at least we're heading somewhere. We're we heading, heading, we heading, heading somewhere. somewhere yeah, so. All right, so yeah. I tried it and yeah. it was delicious. Um, so yeah. I'm not, now I have to find something else that you will try. You're doing good. You're doing yeah, good. You're yeah, doing good. I wasn't expecting it, but I'm, I'm grateful all the same, you know. And working along with the chef, you know, you will continue to, to have these things happening. Anyway, as we say thank you, that's a wrap for Tasty Tuesday. Talk, talk, talk is streaming at freedom106.5.com.